Hi, my name's Luke, and um, I just wanted to share with you guys uh, some of my story around anger. Um, probably the last three or four years, there's, there's been a definite change um, in, in me, but um, prior to that, um, anger was a really huge issue in my life. It was, um, it, it was soul-destroying, uh, it was um, just, just crushing, um, it was uncontrollable. I, I remember um, always, not always being angry, but just like going from, from zero to a hundred um, in, in a split second and, and just losing it, um, you know. I, I think back on like the, the fear on my kids' faces and on my wife's face. Um, you know, them just, just cowering um, as I, you know, stood over them and, and berated them and yelled and screamed abuse. Just horrible. But a few years ago, something in me changed. Um, I think I've shared with the church a couple of times now about you know driving in my car and and hearing the two words that God spoke to me. It's gone, um, and that anger disappearing. But um, probably more important than that was the the decision, I guess, to to open my heart to God and to trust in Him um, and to basically just lay it all down. Um, that was truly the the life changing moment. Um, you know, sure, when you said it's gone and, and, I, and I felt that rage dissipate and disappear, um, it was amazing. But um, I, th I think the true miracle was, was when I put my faith in God and, um, and just, yeah, opened my heart to Him and, and let Him do His work in me. Um, I'd love to say that things are all rainbows and skittles, but uh, they're not. Um, I'm human. I still get angry. Um, all the pain and the guilt and the shame um, that I feel or that I felt back then, um, you know, I occasionally feel that now. But the key difference, I guess, is that, um, sure, I still get angry, but it, it, it's a controllable anger. It's, it's, a, it's a healthy, normal, regular kind of angry. Um, and, and, you know, I, I guess I owe that to God. Um, another key difference is, you know, back when I used to get angry, um, you know, all the, the guilt and the shame and the remorse, like it, it, it wouldn't disappear. It would um, constantly resubmerge and um, probably fed into my anger. But uh, these days, it's different. Um, you know, I have God in my life now, and um, you know, when I start to feel that guilt and that shame um, and that remorse, I, I just remember that you know, in Jesus, there is no guilt, uh, there is no shame. Um, and instead of you know, looking to the past and, and, and reliving that pain, it helps me to look to the future. Fantastic. Good morning, Luke. Good morning, Brendan. So, for those of you who don't know who uh, we have here this morning, this is Luke, Luke Quilter, and of course his lovely wife Kylie is somewhere. Where is she? There she is. Is that Kylie? Yes, there she is over there. 
Hey, Kyle, how you doing? You're more, you're more nervous than him. <laughs> I don't know about that. You don't know? <laughs> Mate, uh, this morning we're going to have a little chat about, um, about a little thing called anger. And uh, I, the first time I saw this, um, I had the privilege of seeing this before this, this morning, and, uh, you know, just just absolutely impacting, and I'm sure I'm speaking on behalf of everybody sitting here who's just watched it, that it was a very, very um, genuine and impacting uh, uh, way that you explained how things had been for you and, and how you have dealt with it and are dealing with it. But I was standing with you just now and I thought, I don't know what's going through your mind while you're st- standing there watching that, having... Sit, had to sit in front of a camera and then go over it all again and then get up this morning and think I'm going to talk about it again and then stand here and watch it again. Um, just, just have you got any thoughts about what, 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 what do you think when you see this again and you hear yourself saying what you're saying? What, what, what goes through your heart? It's a, it's a tough question. I think what I said there about, um, you know, looking forward to the future. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think th- this isn't my story. This is God's story. Like, this is a story of, of um, what God can do for us. Um, and so as I was thinking about, you know, what we might talk about this morning, um, you know, that, that's exactly what I was thinking is that, you know, this, this isn't, this is God's story to show the power and the strength that he has um, and, you know, what, what he can do with a human heart who surrenders itself to him um, and is open to him doing that, you know, in, in their lives. Okay, so, so let's just go back then. Uh, I, I understood you to say that it's not like you didn't want to change. In fact, I imagine that you tried to change and that you had tried many times to stop this this emotion getting out of control and and even watching you again relive that and how you knew this is not what I want for my family but I'm the one inflicting this on them so you weren't just just not caring about this you wanted to change and obviously I should have imagined that you were doing you, you would say to yourself after you did it once or twice or how many times you did it, I don't want to do that again. But nothing seemed to work. Why? I think because at, at the time I was, at one stage I was an atheist. I didn't even believe that God existed. Um, even before that, like, you know, there, there was a, a, a belief that, you know, maybe God exists, but there was no... Um, there was no revelation from him. There was no knowledge of him. There was no um, relationship with him. Um, and, you know, I, I, he just wasn't, I think I've said it before, like he just wasn't on my radar. Um, and so because I didn't know God and I didn't know the power that he had, like I tried to do things in my own strength, on my own. Um, and I think we all know that uh, that, that doesn't usually work. Mm. And so this is why you're saying this is actually about God and not about me because uh, am I hearing you say that as much as you would try to change in your own strength, nothing worked until 
you came to a defining moment in your life and decided to uh, inquire after Jesus, even though you would say that you were an atheist. Was that right? Yeah. And so at, the, at that time, you weren't thinking, oh, well, by, by, I'll, I'll, I'll start to ask questions about God and Jesus, and that'll fix my anger problem. You weren't thinking that, or were you? No, I, uh, I, I didn't know what to think. Um, I guess what, what, uh, I think what saved me was the fact that I realised that I, I, I couldn't do it on my own. Um, that that I, you know, that I had tried and tried and tried and tried um, many times and failed and, and you know hurt everyone that I loved. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Well, the fact of the matter is that you you came to a place of saying, "Look, I don't like me. I don't like who I am." That's yeah, that, that's right. So for so what it, it was. I guess my heart, even not knowing God, like there was, my heart wanted to change. Like there was a desire to not be the old me anymore, that, that I needed something new. Um, and that, you know, that's something new. Like I said, I, I tried to do that on my own and I couldn't. And so I think it was after having a chat with yourself, um, I laid it all down to God and, you know, I, I basically prayed to him and, and, and just said, look, I, if you're out there, um, you know, show yourself to me, and um, you know, I'm, I'm putting my faith in you. I'm trusting you. Um, I, I know that I can't change on my own, and that um, that if I am going to change, it's going to have to be you um, that's going to do it in me. Um, and he did. Yeah, and so out of desperation, basically, yeah, you thought, look, <laughs> I'll give this a go because um, if if I if something happens and I actually meet with God. Maybe, maybe he can help me be a better me. Yeah. And it was, it, it, it's sad that it is out of desperation. Like you, you often hear stories of people who only come to God out of desperation. You know, it's, um, it's, <laughs> it's perplexing that, that we do that. But I guess, you know, if we don't have that knowledge of God, then, you know. Have I, have I, if I remember it, Kylie basically said to you for her birthday present, was it a birthday present or something, or have I got completely wrong? But she got you to come to, to church or do something because it, 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 that was something she would want more than anything else. That's right. It was the, the matter walk. It was the matter walk, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and so she said to you, that, so the, can you just explain what the matter walk was? So the matter walk was for um, the... Madagascar, I'm not sure what it was called, the Madagascar Project, um, and it was just a fundraising event, um, and, you know, we, were, we met up at Picnic Point, and we just, you know, did a walk, I think it was like a sponsorship deal and a donation um, kind of thing, and, like, I, I, I had, well, it's not that I don't have a heart to, you know, to give and, and to be generous of, but, you know, the whole church thing was, like, oh, I'm, I'm not doing this, you know, for that reason, like, I, I was, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fit kind of guy, I love the walk and I love my wife, I'm like, oh, right, cool, well, this will kill two birds with one stone. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get but into she that. literally had to bribe you to come along because she said, oh, that's what I want for my, was it her birthday? I, I, probably, I don't Kylie, know. Kylie, what was it? Yeah, the walk was 
There you go. There you go. Even I remember, mate. You've got to get your act together. Um, anyway, anyway, she gets you there and you're like, oh, whatever, I'll go. Just if that's going to kill two birds with one stone. And then what happens? How do you go from that? Because that was the first time I actually ever, I recall meeting you. And uh, what happens? How do you get onto this, this, this journey of, I, I think I'll give God a go? Uh, at that stage, that, that still wasn't, you know, it, it still wasn't, um, you know, it still wasn't on my radar. Like, it was like, and absolutely nothing to do with why I was there. But um, I think what changed was meeting yourself. Um, I met Kerry on that day and I met Jen and um, you're just such lovely people. Oh, um, wow, mate. I think, Sheesh. you know, and... and, and it, you know, like you and I connected yeah. over, like we, we had a lengthy discussion about health and, and carbohydrates. We're still having that discussion. Oh, we do. It's, We're on, still it's having ongoing. That. It's ongoing. Um, but I guess from there, that was, um, I didn't know it, but perhaps that was like where my heart sort of softened towards the church. Mm. And um, I think a few, like I had done Alpha. So mm. just, just started coming along um, with, with no expectations, um, just... It was more to please Kylie than anything else, again, to be honest. She, she wanted me to come along and be... There you go, ladies. <laughs> There's a key in that. Um, yeah. So, mate, uh, you get on this journey and you start, you, you start talking with different ones and, and, uh, and say, what happens? Because we're still... Uh, how does coming to know God change this, this anger behaviour? It's... I think it's all about redemption and I, I, I you know, that, that repentive heart, like that, that wanting to, to change, that wanting to be someone else um, and just that, that realisation that I couldn't do it on my own, that I did need God. Um, I don't know, am I answering your question? Well, well, I'd love to know how you came, you, when you said that realisation, I came to that realisation, how does that happen? How did that happen? I'm coming. I'm on a journey with God, and um, God, if you can do something with me, I, I need help. But I'm not sure what you can do for me. And then you came to the realization, that let's put it, revelation. So, that, so yeah, there, there was a revelation. It, 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 you know, God spoke to me. He encountered me in in a, in a way that there was absolutely, you know. No, no way that I could mistake it for anything other than, um, you know, God speaking to me. And what did he say? Well, the, at first, he said, it's gone. What's um, gone? My rage and my anger. So well, He spoke to you. Yes. You're, you're sitting here telling everybody, people online, God spoke to you and said? It's gone. And then what? And then, and then I changed. I was, I, I was, uh, I was a new man. I, I remember just like that. Just like that. Um, and that's a miracle. That's great. Um, you know, I, I, when you experience a miracle in your own life, especially when you don't know God, and like that happens, it's just like I remember speaking to you, and, and I'm like, doesn't doesn't this happen to everybody? And you were like, well, <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. Um, and that doesn't mean to say that, like, if it doesn't happen for you, that, you know, that God won't change you. Like, there, there's a lot of other growth that I've experienced um, through God that, that came from a relationship with him. And so, you know, while he, while, while he, he took one thing away from me um, in an instant, 
there are still others that, that I need to um, improve on, and, and I do that through a relationship with him. So through prayer, through you know, coming to church, through talking to pastors and, and, and other people and sharing my story. Um, you know, the fact that I'm using so many words right now um, and, and somehow speaking coherently um, <laughs> is, is a work of God. I, I... Listen, um, at some point, and I, don't call, I don't really remember where, but I think we came to a point where you weren't just remorseful, but you were repentant. Yep. Can you talk to us a little bit about the difference and how that worked in your life? Look, I'm not going to get bogged down into definitions between remorseful and repentant. All, all I know is that what repentance, I, I, I was sinning um, and I felt guilt and, and remorse because of, of the sin. I didn't know it as sin at the time. Like I just knew that you know, I was hurting everybody and I didn't count it as sin. But um, repentance is the desire to not want to sin. Um, and that's what that's I wanted. Um, and I think that if you don't have that desire to not want to sin, well, then how can God, you know, how can God truly save you? How can he redeem you if, if you don't know what you're being redeemed for or by? Yeah, so would it be fair to say that on your journey in getting to know God, you, you had that genuine desire to want to be a different man? There was an absolute sincerity to that. You weren't just going, look, I'm sorry, I don't want to be like this, but I want to be different. And, and because of that, seeing a genuine heart that said, I, don't, I really want to change, made all the difference. And that in that moment, God's gone, I see that, and I absolutely um, uh, respect that you are genuine about this wanting to know me and being a different man. Would that, would that be fair? That, that is fair, and I, I believe that. Because it, it's all about the condition of your heart, and that's where God works. He works in your heart. And so if you're not repentant, if you don't have the desire in your heart to want to be different, well, then how can God work with you? Because that's, that's where he works. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so, so, now, so, so now that you're, you've been on this journey for how long? Oh, you always ask me this question. Kylie? <laughs> Yeah, Kylie. Maybe three, four. Okay, let's go with three, three years or, or more. Um, how, is, how is life really for you now? Um, you've been on this journey with Jesus. You've been, you've been explaining how he can actually do things in an instant, but there are other things that, that can take longer than that. You've been saying that it, it really comes back to the desire to be in your, in your own heart to be repentant about really wanting to be a person that is more and more like Jesus. Um, what is life really like for you now? Much, much better. Um, you know, when, when, when we were going through, uh, well, when, when I was, you know, my old self, um, you know, life was painful. Um, you know, there was fear and anxiety from, from the kids. There was always guilt and remorse for me. Um, I'd love to say that, you know, God took the fear and anxiety, you know, just like that in the same way that he, he took my rage, but he didn't. And so my kids, um, you know, if, if my tone raises and, you know, I, I look like I might be getting angry, um, I know that my kids still have that fear and that, that anxiety. Um, and I just pray that, you know, God helps them through that and that they go on that journey with him. But, um, 
yeah, the difference is is that it, it doesn't escalate beyond that point. Like, you know, I, I still get angry. Um, you know, life life isn't rosy. Like, it, it, it's not a, you know, it's not a smooth path. But um, there's definitely so there's there's now forgiveness in our family. Um, you know, I destroyed relationships. Well, now I'm starting to rebuild those relationships. So that that's what life looks like now. Yeah. Um, so uh, if I was somebody sitting here listening to this possibly for the first time, I'd be thinking, and, and I had issues with anger, and I'm also a Christian. Now, obviously, it doesn't matter whether, in, in regards to whether you are or are not a Christian, anger is certainly not a good idea when it gets itself out of control, of course. And, and the reality is that anger is an emotion and that there are uh, ways of being able to control it um, we're not to actually deny it and just go, well, just pretend you don't ever get angry. I mean, it just doesn't work like that, does it? But, but if I'm sitting here today and I'm thinking, well, give me some how-tos. So for you, you it, it began with your relationship with Jesus. He said it's gone. But you're still having to outwork this now in your own personal life. And, the, and, and there are other areas in your own personal life. What are some of your how-tos that you could maybe say to people that are saying, but just give me, a, can you give me some practical things that I might be able to go away with? Um, well, the first one is, you know, how's your relationship with God? Um, if, you know, if you have, whether it's anger or it could be anything else in your life that you want to change, you won't change it. It needs to come from a relationship with God. So the, the, the very first practical thing is to, you know, restore your relationship with God, make sure that you're... How do, how do you do that? How do you do that? I do that through prayer. So I, you know, I, I, I wake up in the morning and, um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful and I'm grateful. Um, you know, I thank him for, for, you know, for everything that he's done for me, for each, each and every blessing that I have. Um, you know, I thank him for the miracle that he performed in my life. Um, and so, so, so that's a regular thing for you? You, you quite regularly will, will pretty, pretty, pretty much get yeah. up in the morning and... Pretty regularly, and it's just a silent prayer, and it doesn't have to take long. You know, sometimes, sometimes I feel stupid because I'm like, oh God, here we go again. I'm just gonna, you know, say the same thing over and over again, and um, you know, sometimes that stops me from doing it. But, but I just do it anyway um, because while you're walking to work, getting a coffee, uh, just you go and find a place to sit. By. How do you, how does that work? Any time of the day. The, for me, the first thing, like starting your day. With that is probably the best thing, and so you know, not as soon as I open my eyes, but you know, I open my eyes, and uh, you know, I'm I'm awake now, and you know, I, I can often hear the birds chirping, and that like that that is a signal. Oh, like God, you know, thanks for the birds. Like just first thing, starting my day that way, and then just as the day progresses, um, I don't know, like if if if. if if you remember to do it, then, then you do it. Sometimes things will, will happen that prompt you, sometimes something mm. that someone might say. Um, so just, just throughout the day, like constantly in prayer, I suppose. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And, I, and, I, and for me, I identify with that idea of pretty much as soon as you know, the morning starts, um, your day starts to acknowledge that you are in a relationship with God, that this is not some... You know, thing that you have to. In fact, you don't even have to get your Bible. I don't think. Uh, whilst reading your Bible is essential, and 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 there's a number of things that can be very helpful for your Christian walk, that 
that knowing and that sensing I'm in a relationship with God because yep. of the Holy Spirit who lives in me and to be in conversation with him right from the start is imperative, which is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's like one thing, one thought that goes through my mind as I, you know, as I do this is like when, when I'm thanking him, like I thank him for a brand new day because a brand new day, I, I haven't sinned yet. I've just woken up. I'm, I'm fresh. I'm clean. Um, and this is what God does. Like, you know, he takes away our sins and he makes us fresh and he makes us clean. So it's kind of like every day that I wake up, it's like Groundhog Day. It's like, oh, fresh new day. Let's try and, you know, give this day to God and, and you know, ask God to help us, you know, to not sin. And it's, it's not like we're, you know, I still sin. Um, we all sin. We're all sinners. We can't help it. Um, but just, just waking up feeling fresh, um, you know, it's... So you it's, and, it's and you and so you get into into your day and then and something happens and all of a sudden you start to feel that emotion of anger rising. What do you do? <sighs> to <laughs> I don't have a practical step for that. Like I just for me, um, I don't know. Like it, it, it's not it's not a sin to get angry. Um, but what you know, we often sin in our anger, um, and I suppose like it, it's maybe in our anger and in our rage. It's probably more rage, I would say, that we sin. I think there's a difference between like you know, people get angry, but mm. when you feel rage, like that's that's a completely. This is a very good point. If I if I can just pick up on that, because many people will say, but Jesus got angry because there's a story in the Bible where you know he made a whip and he went through the temple and he was whipping and he was throwing tables over and he got upset and angry and so you know what's wrong with that, and uh, and of course you, what you just said is 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 very important to understand that scripture because one thing he was not is he was not out of control and he was not in a rage. Yeah. And that's a, we haven't got time to go into that, but the, that, that, that was actually regarded as the scriptures call it righteous anger. Mm. And there is that way of being able to have that um, uh, emotion, but it's, it's, it's channeled and controlled. Psalm 4 verse 4 says, be angry, but do not sin. Yeah. Be angry, but do not sin. And so Jesus wouldn't say to us, something like that if he, if he thought you weren't able to control anger, yep. right? If he says, be angry, okay, there's an emotion, but don't sin. Don't take action. Don't do something that you're going to regret or that's going to cause other people harm, right? Hmm. But then it goes on to explain, and it, it, the Bible says it this way, go and meditate in your heart, in your bed, um, uh, and, and think about, uh, the, 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 the righteous ways of, of going about things and then trust in God. So if I could just quickly put that to you, would you say that that would be how you go about it? In a sense, to unpack that, it means you know, meditate in your heart, in your bed, on your own. It means remove yourself from the situation, um, take yourself away or, or if not completely removed, but even if a person's there, take yourself in your own heart and your mind away from the actual circumstance and be able to then think and reflect, Holy Spirit, how would you react to this? How would you respond? Is that what you do? I, I guess without knowing it, yeah, I think that is what I do. Um, as you were speaking, I, I was half listening. 
um, <laughs> I had another, like, Kylie and I, um, you know, through all of this, we, we've strengthened our relationship. And so, like, we've talked about, you know, knowing what the triggers are. Um, and so for me, like, if, 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 I, if Kylie knows that something might perhaps set me off, then, you know, she might rethink how she's going to approach Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That that with me or um, like I'm the same. Um, like I, I just I, I guess I try to avoid those triggers. But to avoid those triggers, you first need to know what the triggers are. So perhaps it's you know it's a matter of having a chat to your loved one and, and going well you know have you noticed a pattern in me? Do you notice you know when when, when this happens that happens and yeah. you know how can we work together um, to to avoid those situations? So yeah. That's, practical step I yeah and, and so that's with people that that care about you and love you but for those who possibly are strangers that don't even know you or they're just people in your world when you feel that emotion being stirred up in a conversation somehow we're to according to the bible we are to in a sense remove ourselves from what's being said or what's coming at us even if we don't leave the room although if you could that would sound to be like a good idea but remove yourself do what you can to not be offended or, or, or allow yourself to do that and reflect holy spirit with who we're in conversation with holy spirit give me some help here i need to know how to properly respond here or or keep my mouth shut would that be right Definitely, and then that comes down to your relationship with God. Like, if you don't have that relationship, if you don't hear that prompting, um, or you know, hear it or feel it, whatever it might be, um, that you can't act on that. So, so if you if you're finding that you know, if I do anything here, I'm going to actually sin. Yeah. Be angry, but don't sin. Well, I'm in a situation where I'm not in control, and if I say something or do something, it is going to be a sin. So I'm going to do whatever I have to do to remove myself from the situation. Yeah. And while I've done that, while I've removed myself, I'm going to start reflecting on Jesus. How would you go about this situation? Because I really need help. Yep. And you would, you would talk to him about how, how can I best respond in this situation. And that last part says, and then trust in God. Because the Bible does tell us that he says, listen... When you get into these situations, remember, vengeance is mine. I will repay. I know how to go about this. Maybe not in the same way you want me to or in the time you want me to do it, but if you leave it with me, I will sort this out. Would that be fair? I think so. And like you, you articulate in words, I guess, what I feel. Like it, That's not a thought process in my head. Um, you know, some people might think that and, and, and are conscious of that, I think for me that, that that's in my heart. But, but definitely that, that is something that is taking I'm just going to leave it with you and trust you with it yeah. and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Yes, and, I'm and, just and, and he does. He does do that. Like he, he'll say, like, keep, keep, just keep your mouth shut. You don't need to respond to that or if you're going to respond to that, this is how you should do it. Absolutely. I love that. I love that thought that the Holy Spirit will help self... The Bible says that the Holy Spirit brings us self-discipline and can, if we talk to him and listen to him, he will help us be in control of the emotions, all emotions, but in particular anger. Mate, just as we're finishing today, um, was there, if, do you have any last things you might want to say to anybody listening either online or here this morning in regards to um, 
uh, anger or having a relationship with Jesus or anything that you'd rather leave them with? Sure. Uh, I guess if, if you've been listening to my story, particularly the, the media clip, um, and you recognise that, you know, perhaps that's me, um, you know, I, I don't want to be this person anymore. I, I want to be um, different. I want something new. Um, you know, it, it starts with the condition of your heart. So search your own heart and, um, you know, it, <laughs> I don't know how to finish that thought. But, um, yeah, I guess open your heart to, to let God um, make that change in you because you won't be able to make that change for yourself. Here's what, here's what I'd love to do. Are you okay with this? Because I'd love you to pray for people. You, you're going sure. to have a go at that? I'll have a go. Okay. Well, listen, just before we, we conclude, uh, what I'd love you all to do is just close your eyes and, uh, you know, the idea about this is we, we want to give people privacy. Um, can I just add something yeah. in there? It, it's, I think, yes, we want to give people that, that, that privacy. Um, you know, I've been in this situation where we ask people, you know, if that's you, raise your hand. Um, and so many times I would struggle with that. Like, I, I knew that was me, but I didn't have the courage um, to, to, to put my hand up. So as, as Brendan makes this call, if, if you're feeling that that, that is you, I, I strongly encourage you to put your hand up to, to have a moment of bravery because it's not, it's not about us, you know, seeing who we're praying for. It, it, it's more about um, an act of surrender to God. It's God, like, that is me and, and you know, I, I do, um, you know, I do feel this in my heart. So, sorry, you got mate. This, mate. Go for it. You got it. You got it. It's, up, it's all yours. So I guess um, with our... Um, heads bowed and our eyes closed um, if you um, see yourself in my story and you know in your heart that you need to change um, but that you can't do it on your own um, that you want to surrender to God um, I just ask you now to put up your hand thank you I see that hand Also, I want to pray for those people. So if this is you, if you, um, maybe you've got a relationship with God, but you, you, you don't think that you have a repentant heart, um, you know, we, we, God can only work with a repentant heart. And so if you would say that you have a relationship with God, but you don't have a repentant heart and you would like um, God to, to help you through that, I would ask you to, to raise your hands. Thank you. I see all those hands. And for those people who don't have a relationship with God and they've heard this story um, and, you know, you've come to the realisation that in your anger or in, in any other areas of your life that you have sinned and that you are a sinner um, and that you've come to the realisation that, you know, it, it's only Jesus um, who can save us, then uh, I would also like to raise, like you to raise your hand. Thank you. Here we go. Father, I am so thankful for the journey that I have been on. Um, I'm thankful because it shows your strength and your courage. Um, it, it says in the Bible that when I am weak, you are strong. So, Lord, I'm, I'm so thankful that you have given me your strength through my weakness. Lord, 
I pray for each and every person here who put up their hand or even those who wanted to but still didn't feel that they could. Lord, I pray that um, they would surrender their hearts to you. Lord, we know that is the condition of our heart um, that matters to you, Lord. So I just pray that these people, um, that, that they yeah, would come to the realisation that, that they need you, Lord, um, and that they can't do it on their own and that you would um, speak to them, Lord, that you would guide them and help them um, place their heart in your hands, I guess. Amen. Amen. Thank you, mate. Thank you. How about we just appreciate Luke? And Kylie. And the, well, the kids aren't here, are they? But the whole Quilter family, because it's, um, it's, it's a huge issue, isn't it? To be able to say, I'm, I, I'm willing to put myself out there and put and the whole family being prepared to let you do that, to, to give Jesus glory. Amen. God bless you, mate. I love the way that Luke just put that, you know, it's genuine, it's a sincere thing if you're sitting here and, or you might have been online and you might have been in your own home or wherever you are and uh, you just knew I have to put my hand up and, and like he was saying, this is not just a, you know, maybe, it's, it's serious, this is, this is, you're doing business with God here and it's genuine and, uh, and I'd, I'd so encourage every single one that um, if you did put your hand up and you want to talk to Luke or you want to have a chat to one of the pastors, make sure you catch up with any one of us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, uh, if you didn't put your hand up and you're thinking, oh, should have, doesn't, it's still not too late. Come and talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. Um, by the way, if you are in a relationship with Jesus, talk to him first and ask him, can you help me? Can you give me some help here? And give me someone that I, I might be able to go talk to. Amen. Um, I'm so thankful that we can do this as a family. Uh, each and every one of us are wanting to be able to be better. We want to, do, want to be the best we can be for Jesus. We want to be more and more like Jesus. And, uh, and the more we're willing to share these kind of stories and be vulnerable uh, and do it in a way that he gets the glory, and obviously I think we're all going to be better. Would you agree with me? We're going to have an awesome rest of the day. Thanks for coming to church. Thanks for joining us online. Team are going to take us out with one last song.